Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cooperative Money Matters podcast. My name is Mark Caravan. I am Sydney Credit Union's Digital Marketing Coordinator, and I am joined today by Jen Griffin. Hi. And Adrian Collins. Hello, everyone. Uh, so you guys have both been on the show before, so we'll kind of skip the intros if people haven't listened to the, uh, I think that was the first episode that we ever did. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out. So very relevant info uh, back on those episodes. Um, so thanks for joining me today, no both problem. of you. We're happy uh, to be here. Very excited. It's uh, So we're getting into the Christmas season or the holiday season. Um, people, if they're not shopping already, they will be very soon. Um, so I think today is a good time to talk about kind of finding that money and getting that money. And, and when you're, you're a little bit strapped for cash around the holidays, sometimes you turn to loans and you're looking for... Uh, an easy way to get that money, or maybe you spent a little bit more than you wanted to and you need a loan for other things. Um, This is a time of year when a lot of people are kind of strapped for cash. So let's start off with good loans versus bad loans. This is something that you know, you'll you'll hear in different places, you'll read articles, you'll see these like scary articles, like avoid bad credit and bad loans and all this kind of stuff. And, And for the most part, People might not know exactly what we're talking about. So let's start off. What is a good loan versus a bad loan? Well, (laughs) first and foremost, um, at Christmas time, you should also try to avoid going into debt just for the sake of Christmas. So just like throw that out there before we do anything. Absolutely. That being said, um, a good loan is generally a loan that's going to be from a bank, a credit union, a reputable financial institution. As for a bad loan, there are lots of different types of bad loans. They range... Many. Yes. There's payday loans. There's pawn shop loans. There's sketchy business people giving you money. Um, loans from family. Um, sometimes you think that you know it's a good option and we're going to talk a little bit later about why it might not be a great option sometimes. Yeah. There's um, credit card advances can be better than some of these payday loans, but there are still a lot of pitfalls when you do a credit card advance. Right. Exactly. Excellent. Uh, well, let's, you know what, Jen, you said let's talk about family loans later, but let's start with that one because, you know, the, the bank of mom is a real thing. Um, you know, you can go to family and sometimes that's that's a great option. Um, if you're in a pinch, I know in various points of my life, I've been in a pinch and uh, my parents or family have, you know, just been like, here's some money to help you out, pay it back when you can. And uh, for me, there's you know, that I have a great relationship with my family and when they say that they mean it, but that can really cause some stress in relationships, some stress in, in a family dynamic, uh, especially as the amounts get bigger and bigger and bigger. So let's start there. Uh, let's start with how a family loan can be good or bad. Jen, you wanna lead it sure. off? Sure. Um, so I think sometimes when you know you come from a family like mark said and i come from a family like that too and we're very lucky and we have parents who maybe are in a financial position to lend that money without having stress on themselves 
and they don't require us to pay interest. So for us, those are a good loan. But in some family dynamics, um, maybe the parents aren't in as good of a financial position to lend that money. And then it becomes a pressure situation from both sides, which can really be straining on a relationship, you know, between maybe a parent and a child because the parent wants to help the child and they lend them the money, but the parent may not necessarily have enough money to be able to do that and still be able to be financially stable themselves. So then they're putting pressure on the child to pay the money back and maybe the child is feeling that pinch of, oh, I don't have the money to pay back right away. And then it can cause some fighting and um, some not so nice stuff in the family yeah. dynamic of things if, if uh, loans like that are accepted sometimes. Mm-hmm. Adrian, anything to add? Or Just that it, it can cause some yeah. really uncomfortable family dynamics, even For if sure. the person who has done the lending has the funds to lend out, it may mm-hmm. make them feel like, well, I lent this money to you, so you owe me Right. different things right. like hey you better come clean my side or something <laughs> right yeah you, you can uh, weird power shifts that can happen yeah and there, there may not be high interest but it's it's high kind of uh, emotional interest of like you paid back the loan but you also kind of owe them something so you need to do something and it's yeah, it's, it's a weird kind of... Uh, it's a, it's it a different dynamic. It can be awkward situation. It can be definitely awkward. <laughs> awkward uh, for sure. Let's, let's get into, I think, some of the more outward bad loans, uh, I guess. Like, you know, just, you know, you might have a good family, but um, some loans are just... Should be avoided, I think, at all costs. So let's, let's, let's dive straight in. And, uh, and talk about maybe payday loans first. Exactly. How do you guys feel about that? Payday loans are something you should avoid at all costs. And I know that oftentimes people will go and get a payday loan because, first of all, it's easy. Right. Um, and second of all, they may be embarrassed to come to their financial institution and say, look, I'm struggling. I just need this small amount. It's easier that for them then to go to a payday loan place where they don't know anyone Mm -hmm. and it seems like a good deal because the payday loan companies don't tell you about they they don't charge interest per se Mm -hmm. but the fees and the penalties if you don't pay it all back are astronomical you can end up paying 400 percent interest plus on a thousand dollar loan and you dig a hole and you can never get out of it yeah yeah and it's they they honestly um they kind of prey on those people in those desperate situations sometimes too. So, you know, say that there's maybe an instance where, um, like with what we have going on here locally with the call center, maybe they're being stretched a little bit. It's Christmas time and, um, they're not getting their paychecks on time as they're expected. And, and everybody's trying to work to, to fix this situation. But, there are those families who are probably struggling paycheck to paycheck who think that maybe payday loans are a good idea and they're really not a good idea. And you have to be really careful of um, the fine print when you go to a place like that. Be very careful. Like Adrian said, the uh, the fees that could equal out to 400 over 400% interest on a thousand dollar loan. That's horrific. It's, <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and you have to be mindful of those that fine print and, and reading it and making sure that you're not um, getting yourself in a situation where you're going to owe back, you know, close to double 
what you borrowed in the first place. Mm. And I mean, that, that's important for any kind of financial transaction. Read the fine print, know what you're getting into, whether it's something from a reputable institution. Um, but you know, we just, we're, we're just out of, of uh, financial literacy month. And that was a big push through there of like, whether it's a home equity loan, a credit card, uh, especially these payday loans, which, you know, we're, we're saying should be avoided, but, um, no matter what you're going into, read the fine print, know what you're getting into, know your rights, know what you can do and can't do. And, uh, what, the, the business can and can't do and, and you know when they're trying to collect and when you have to pay back and all that kind of stuff. So that's just good common general stuff of, of uh, you know yeah read the fine print, know what you're getting into. but yeah for payday loans it's it's specifically shocking to me, I think because when you start to look at that it's like you know and they make it sound so appealing. It's, yeah. Uh, and here it's you like, go. you can get a hundred dollars for only this much. And it, it seems like a fairly small amount. And then you start thinking about it and you know, you get into that fine print and it's like you said, it's like 400 or more percent interest if you exactly. don't pay it back right away. And it, it, it adds up and snowballs. It's, it's just, uh, it's just crazy. Um, so what are some options maybe to payday loans? Um, well, I think like Adrian said, people are, people are often nervous or a little bit embarrassed to talk to somebody who is a little bit, um, I guess more, they work in a bank or credit union and, and people, I think it's been our experience as, as employees of a credit union that we see it, that some people are more reluctant to talk about their finances than they are to go to their doctor and talk about their health. So people get really, really nervous about it. And it's not something that we want people to be nervous about. We want people to know that we're here to help. And I think that most people who work at a reputable bank or credit union are there in the best interest of their member or their customer. And, the, and they want to be able to help people. I know with us, definitely, that's what we want to do here at Sydney Credit Union. We want to help people mm -hmm. and we want to get them in our seats and see what a good way to help them is, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's maybe they need a temporary line of credit for a certain amount of time, maybe they need a small loan that would have smaller payments over a certain amount of time that is not that astronomical interest or, you know, the, the stress and pressure of having to pay it back very quickly as payday loans require. Exactly. And a reputable financial institution is not going to lend you money that you're not going to be able to afford to pay back. Exactly. And if you're looking for a loan that's larger than what you'd be able to afford, they're going to offer the financial advice and the assistance to make it easier to pay back the debts you already have. Mm -hmm. um, for example, if you had recently come in and consolidated all your debts and then something came up, maybe an illness in the family, someone lost their job, your car got totaled, whatever, life happens. If you came in, you don't need to be nervous in those situations to come in and see us or any of your financial institutions. People are going to want to help you and work with you. Maybe you can rewrite that loan. Maybe you can reduce the payments by stretching it out over a longer period of time. There, there are things we can do. So don't be afraid to come in. We can help out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so what are some other, let's, let's look at some other types of loans that people may be looking into. Uh, pawn shop loans is one, uh, for me, uh, you know, pawn shops, I think had this kind of 
bad reputation for a while and then shows like Pawn Stars came up and they started kind of looking a little bit more appealing and you can go in and talk to a crazy bald guy who has <laughs> some like really cool stories and always wants to call in his buddy to look at things. Uh, and that's not usually what pawn shops are all about. No, not at all. Uh, no. <laughs> so let's look at what are some of the bad, uh, the, the negative points about going to a pawn shop. A normal pawn shop. A normal it's not pawn on TV. Yeah. So if you're not going to like the Pawn Stars pawn shop, yeah. you're just going to a normal, <laughs> regular, hole-in-the-wall pawn shop, then you're going to have to bring in something of your own. I'm going to use a PlayStation 4 as an example, just because that's the first thing that popped in my mind. Sure. Um, so a PlayStation 4 would regularly be pretty expensive. Yep. You bring that in, they are going to maybe tops give you... Like Fifty our, to a hundred dollars for this PlayStation. Right. Yeah, it's it's a minuscule percentage of what the item is actually worth. So now you don't have your PlayStation. You only have fifty to a hundred dollars, which you aren't going to be able to get very far with it. Mm -hmm. And then if you want your PlayStation back, you're going to have to pay two hundred to three hundred dollars to get your item back from right. the pawn shop. Right. Yeah. So and then Not the best. if you don't come in and pay. They can sell it to someone else for more money than you got yeah. from the pawn shop. So Absolutely. that's how they make your money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that's another thing that people seem to do this time of the year, too. I think with the Christmas pressure, they think, well, I'm going to give up this item of my own at a lower cost so that I can be giving to someone else. And that's not what Christmas should be about, putting mm -hmm. yourself in financial duress or you know giving up things that are valuable in your own life right yeah good good advice good advice um another example we already mentioned uh credit card cash advances can be a little bit better than a payday loan or a pawn shop but still probably is not the best idea do you guys want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah so um of course Taking out a, a credit card cash advance, you know, you go to an ATM and you put your card in, you take some money out, a um, lot less interest than it is to take out a payday loan, but it's still not necessarily a great idea. Yes. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize when you do a credit card cash advance is that it's going to pay down any of your purchases that you made on your credit card first. So say on your credit card you'd made $1,000 of purchases at typically 19.99% interest. Then say something happens, you need to pay someone something, you don't have the cash on hand, you take out $500 at the ATM, that's going to be at about 25% interest. Then you go, okay, that's cool, I'm going to pay my $500 right back as soon as I get paid, it's going to go right on the credit card. However, it's going to pay down the purchases at the lower interest rate first. So you're going to be paying down the lower interest rate, and then you've still got that higher interest rate at 25% building, building, building up and building up. up. The only way to get rid of that 25% interest rate is to completely pay off the credit card to a zero balance. Right. So that is where it can, it can get you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a big misconception I think that people have with credit cards that they, it's exactly as Adrian just said, they think, oh, well, you know, I'll put that 500 right back on the card and it's a, it's a quick fix. And yes, it's a lower interest rate than a payday loan, but a lot of people aren't reading that fine print on the credit card statement that states how that, um, that cash advance works. And 
sometimes are wondering if I'm paying this extra money, how come I can't pay this bill down when this is what's happening? They've taken a cash advance and they're paying interest, a higher interest on that cash advance that is added into their balance. Right. Yeah, I'm sure anyone listening, like, is right now trying to, like, just go through their head and be like, oh, man, that that is, like, really... Even if you have, you know, a couple of hundred dollars... Um, you know, balance on your credit card, you know, taking more out and, and having to pay that, it's going to take a while to, to pay that back. And that's, that's like a pretty shocking figure. I think when most people first hear it and don't realize that, yeah, that's not the money that you pay back right away. So if you have, you know, $200 balance and you take out a hundred dollars and you pay a hundred dollars back, still at high interest on that hundred dollars on your card. That's, exactly. it's, uh, it's scary how, how quickly, again, how quickly these things can snowball. Uh, are there any other types of bad loans that people should avoid or are they kind of the main uh, pressure points that most people run into this time of year or, or others? Those are definitely the main pressure points. I mean, there's always going to be other strange places to get a loan. Right be it the mob or whatever. <laughs> um, but it comes with their own set of problems. <laughs> but those those are the main ones. And that's because they're the ones you see so much on TV. Like you see the commercials for the payday loan shops right. and they make it sound really easy. Yeah. And yeah. enticing. Friendly. Yep. So that's those are the big ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'd like to speak to those payday loans too and how um, sometimes what happens is, yes, they look enticing, and it's usually people who are in more desperate situations who go for those loans, and then it ends up getting worse because they sign those contracts with those payday loans places, and then what happens is they have access to your banking information, and then when you do have money come in, you owe it back to them, and they don't care if you pay your power bill, and they don't care if you can buy groceries. Mm. What happens then is they just take that money right back out of your account, and we've seen that happen, and there's nothing that be, can be done because that agreement has already been signed without that fine print being read. So, yeah. again, back to the with everything in life, read the fine print, mm -hmm. make sure what you're agreeing to is something that you're comfortable with. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's take a quick break right there and we will be back very shortly with more Cooperative Money Matters podcast. Take a break from your financial pressures this holiday season with Sydney Credit Union's Skip a Payment. It's quick and easy to take advantage of this offer, so come into your nearest branch and ask for details. We hope you have a safe and enjoyable holiday season. Okay, we're back. Uh, we've looked at good loans versus bad loans, different types of loans, cash advances from credit cards, and uh, you know what happens if you can't pay it back right away. But all of this is a little bit abstract. Let's put this into some solid concrete numbers. So let's have an example of a thousand dollar loan from one of these places. Uh, Adrian, do you want to read us through a few examples of both good and bad loans and the difference between the interest and how much money, let's put a dollar amount on this, uh, to really frame it for one month of, of interest. Sounds good. So we're looking at a thousand dollar loan and one month, this is one month of interest. So only one month, this is yeah. like just December. <laughs> so in your typical line of credit, 
which would have an interest rate of around 5%. Mm-hmm. If you have borrowed $1,000 over that month, you're only going to pay $4.17 in interest. That's not too bad. You can handle that. That's like one coffee from Starbucks. Not bad. If you've got a low interest credit card, those ones are usually around 99 to 12% interest. Uh, the example here uses 14% interest, so it's a mid-range credit card, I would say. Mm-hmm. On that $1,000, you're going to pay $11.67. Again, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Your typical credit card, and this is where those cash advances come in. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're at 20% interest, you're going to pay $16.66. If it's a higher interest credit card, again, more the cash advance rate at 24%, it's going to be $20 in interest. Again, nice and manageable. Mm-hmm. Then we start moving into the pawn shop loans, and that's going to vary wildly. Um, we're using a conservative example of 30% interest. You're going to pay 25%, $25, and that's on a very conservative 30% interest with a pawn shop loan. And you may also lose your item. Right. (laughs) So there's there's different risks associated there. Yeah. And then finally, we get to the payday loan services. Now, they don't charge interest. So what they do is they charge fees, and it works out to about $150 to $170 that you're going to be paying for that $1,000, which is a pretty big jump from the (laughs) $4.17 in that one month that you would have been paying with a typical line of credit. And that's something that can be easily done at any reputable financial institution. So yeah, the the difference between four dollars and seventeen cents and a hundred and seventy dollars for like the higher end, that is just crazy. It's a huge difference when you think about it in one month. Yeah, it's like a big insurance payment. Yeah, yeah, or that's that's a week's worth of groceries. I was just gonna say that's a solid grocery bill. Like that is, uh, yeah, that is scary. And when you frame it that way. Um, now maybe it's just how my brain works or whatever, but you can talk about interest and this and that until you're blue in the face. But when I see it laid out like that of the difference of $4 and 17 cents, you know, $11, 16, 20 versus 170. It's like you, you put that on a graph, especially, uh, and, and we do have that, you know, if you come into Sydney credit union, you can see that on our displays. Um, you know, we, we've posted about this kind of stuff on our Facebook page. I encourage everyone to, to follow us there because we do post relevant information there uh, that can help uh, with things like this. And it's it's just uh, frightening. It yes. is, it's one of those things, I think, when you look at it, Mark, like I feel the same way. So when I, when I see that, and, and I've always been taught responsible lending, which mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate for, but there's a lot of people who don't get that education piece. And when you see those charts... It literally makes my stomach do a flip that people are, um, people kind of succumb to the the um, convenience of these situations where they can go get these loans and then they realize how inconvenient it is in the long run when they owe their double their paycheck back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people get so hung up on the percentage point of an interest rate. Like they'll be like, oh, no, no, I can't get this loan. It's at 7.9% instead of this 4%. And then you see the payday loan places that say, we've got no interest. <laughs> right. But instead of that interest, they've replaced it with these huge fees, which works out to, in terms of interest, a much higher rate. 
And again, if you if you can't pay it, they usually have ways of just taking it from you because you've signed off. You've given them uh, your banking information, direct deposit information, uh, things that you can just basically you know give them access to your account. And it's it's not like you know if you call up the credit union and say, hey, I'm a little short this month. Um, I can give you this, you know, can we kind of defer a payment or something? And we have things like skip a pay and different options for people to, to kind of relieve a little bit of that stress. And, uh, those kind of places don't even have those options. So, you know, you're, you're digging yourself uh, deeper and deeper, which is, uh, is scary. And, uh, there's, there's no real life jackets. No one's going to throw you, um, you know, a flotation device there. It's, uh, it's frightening. But we try. Um, <laughs> yeah. If we notice that anybody is in a situation like that, or if there's anybody out there who feels like they're struggling, we are always here to come in and, and get some advice from us or, you know, anybody at a reputable, reputable financial institution. But um, it's definitely, we want people to come in. We want people to be open with us and we want to be able to help them. So, by all means, call your financial institution and say, like, I'm struggling. Is there a way that we can take a look at what's going on in my life financially and, and find a way to kind of get me on a better path? Mm-hmm. And a lot of this information was taken from a course, a training course called Each One Teach One um, that teaches this kind of financial literacy. Um, it's something that only credit unions can put on in the community. We've done a lot of these things. You guys are both uh, each one teach one instructors. Um, We've done a lot of courses in the community already, but we're always looking for more. So if you're listening to this and you think it would be great for your group or organization, um, do you guys want to give a little bit more on the each one teach one program uh, where people can kind of find more information or who to contact? Sure thing. I would love to. So Each One Teach One is a financial literacy program that was developed by Van City Credit Union back in 2008. It is a program that is designed to empower people. It teaches financial literacy in plain language without any ties to any particular financial institution. So we are literally not selling anything when we go out into the community and we give these presentations. It's entirely about delivering the knowledge to give people the power to have more control over their own finances. In order to have a session uh, done, all you'd have to do is contact uh, either us at Sydney Credit Union or any of the other local credit unions. They have trainers as well. Um, So that's all you would need. And we'd go in free of charge, completely free of charge, um, not selling anything, not promoting the credit union. We're just there to give the financial literacy training. Excellent. I'll put a little bit of contact info in our uh, show notes as well. So, um, but you can always go to Sydney Credit Union and someone, if you just call or your local credit union, whatever it is, uh, just call and start to ask about the the program there. Yeah, I I do. Yeah. Um, This program is one that's very, very close to my heart. And it's a way that um, we can give back to our community. And as I said earlier, I was very lucky to be taught about responsible lending And I think I alluded to the fact that not everybody is fortunate enough to have that education. And this program was built to give the people who really need the education 
that piece of, like Adrian said, empowerment with the knowledge about financial literacy and it's available to all community groups and organizations. Anyone can reach out to us for it. And we love delivering the program because we know that people actually really get something from it. And like Adrian said, there are no sales gimmicks that come with it. It is strictly imparting knowledge and empowering people. And it's a completely non-judgmental program and it's very engaging and we think it's great. Right. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I've sat in on, on uh, training or not a, a, like on one of the sessions and uh, as someone who, you know, I, I introduced myself at the beginning of the show as the di digital media coordinator. And uh, so I handle a lot of the marketing things. I handle a lot of the like Facebook, social media, website, graphic design. I don't touch numbers and money a lot within the credit union, which is a funny job within a credit union. Um, but for me to sit in on that and really get something out of it, even though, you know, working here, I have, you know, absorbed a lot of the information over the years, but the way it's framed in such an approachable way, non-judgmental way, like you said, in a very empowering way. Uh, and that's when I alluded earlier to seeing the graph and seeing everything charted out, like that was such an aha moment. I kind of knew the payday loans were a place to avoid, but didn't know the extent of it until I sat in on this session and saw it in front of me uh, framed in such a great way. So um, awesome course, awesome uh, sessions. Definitely look into that if, uh, if this podcast is not enough for you on financial <laughs> literacy. Uh, but we hope it is and we hope you will subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you both for joining me to this week. Or My this, pleasure. This month. Thank you for having us. And uh, we'll be back soon with more Cooperative Money Matters podcast. Thanks for listening.